You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey there, listeners. This is Randy from In the Future. And I actually just wanted to hop on real quick because what you're about to hear is our live episode from just this last Thursday in which Jesse, Melanie, and myself reviewed the first episode of the new season of Doctor Who. And I wanted to hop on here real quick to tell you, yes, we know the second episode has aired. It was on last night or tonight at the time of me recording this intro. And obviously we won't be talking about that in this episode because that's not how time works. But I do want to say, (laughs) listening to this again after watching the second episode, there's definitely, you know, there's some things we're wrong about. Maybe you can have fun listening to this if you've watched the second episode of Doctor Who just to see what we got right and what we got wrong. Spoilers, we kind of got a lot wrong. And also to let you know that I actually, we're going to talk about this further next live episode, but I actually kind of, I kind of got on board with the second episode. But that's really, that's really all I wanted to say in this intro. As I just mentioned, we will be discussing Doctor Who Season 12, Episode 2, this week, Thursday, on the weekly live show, which you can hear live, you can watch live, it's actually a video podcast, on facebook.com slash Podcast. So if you like what you're about to hear, check us out live, Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash Podcast, or you can go to grawlixpodcast.com slash live. That'll get you there. Now enjoy this. Hey, everybody. So, oh, sweet. And this is, at least for me, appearing on the grawlixpodcast.com slash live page as it's going out live. So people like Matt D who are, I don't know, anti-Facebook, um, which is fine. <laughs> he can be anti-Facebook. That's fine. I'm like, I get it. I get it. You got to like what you like, I guess, you know? Wait like five minutes. <laughs> Paul requests us to wait uh, like five minutes on the Doctor Who talk. He has. <laughs> oh, he must be, he must be finishing up the episode right now. That's... So we could spoiler it right now. Spoiler the big spoiler. It's the, uh, I'm trying to think of, it's the little green guy from the classic who the rides around in the chair. I can't remember his name. I was trying to think of some, yes, that's who it was. (laughs) Six Dr. Silva's back. Ruined it. (laughs) 2020. We're starting it off right with big time spoilers about the return of Silva. Oh, wait, we might have Melanie joining here. Oh, you know what? I'm going to. Boom. Hi, Melanie. Hi. Hello, hello. Okay, so what are we talking about? We're not going to jump into it just yet, but what we will be talking about tonight is the uh, the new episode of Doctor Who, which premiered New Year's Day, which at the time of this broadcast was yesterday. Now, this is going to be a little awkward for future audio listeners because this is going to go out on the podcast feed Monday which means the second episode will actually have already aired. So yeah. oh, even, yeah. even when we record these things like literally the day after it airs, somehow we still manage to be out, be out of date, be behind the times, behind the curve. We're cool, though. That's, we, we don't follow the crowd. We do our own thing. Well, I mean, do. I was thinking about it and like, you know, it's not a big deal except 
the fact that this is a two-parter. And so I'm sure we're going to have lots of questions about this story that will be answered by the time this episode goes up on the regular podcast feed. Oh, well. Oh, well. (laughs) Aside from that. Hey, I'm Randy, and I'm joined by my usual co-host. Who's here today? Oh, my gosh. Well, Jesse Kiefer just joined, apparently. Oh, I just joined? That's amazing. In the chat, it popped that up, like, just as I was about to, like, say, wait to introduce you Oh, okay, because I I just got back to the chat. I gotcha. That's so funny. (laughs) Is it me, though, or is it another version of me? Wait, no spoilers for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this will go out on the podcast feed. Also, I'm joined by Melanie. Melanie and Jesse are here. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Uh, this will go up on the podcast feed. This will be the first podcast regular type episode. Listeners in the future, I'm sorry. It'll be unedited, so it's going to be rambling like it is. But that's fine, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then we should finally, finally, no promises, have a very exciting episode that we've been uh, building up to for a long time for the second Grolix episode of the month. At least 99 episodes we've been building up to it. <laughs> At least. Yeah, <laughs> I I should actually I could probably look at if look at the podcast feed now and tell you exactly how many episodes have actually gone out on the podcast feed because we are past a hundred for sure. Oh, for sure. But nights and bites don't count. Uh, well, they don't count towards the regular. I mean, if podcast we ever number, and that's if we how... ever do legacy numbering, <laughs> renumber the past. <laughs> some someday we may decide to do legacy numbering just like marvel and dc do and then that means everything counts including gcus including a crossover specials anything anything we've ever done that will count and then we'll be at episode 1000 uh or we're, we're actually sitting at like 135 episodes on the podcast feed there um, we go but that's not including so coming next year 150 <laughs> right <laughs> we'll just go from 100 to 150 like nobody's business we got a nice little bump of ep- listeners today anyway let's get on to this uh so what we're going to be talking about is doctor who as i said the new episode of the first episode of this season and uh it's definitely a thing that can be spoiled because i spoiled myself what on it uh as we were watching it i was kind of upset with myself i should have known better but uh i'm glad that you spoiled yourself not not that you not that I'm glad that you spoiled it for yourself, but I'm glad that you were able to warn me about yeah. not spoiling it for myself because that would have been a thing that we would have done. So I, I and we're going to hold off on spoilers until, you know, we'll give you a heads up because we have to talk about, I mean, that's going to be the most, I oh, think the, the thing yeah, I there's have, no way around it. That's the thing I have the most to say, I think, but uh, we're going to hold off on those. We'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers, but as watching it, you know, it's a simple thing of like, oh, hey, that actor, uh, who's that? I've seen them in things. I'm going to look it up. Y- you, right. sh- you shouldn't do that if you're watching a television series that could be spoiled because uh, before do, and mm, I don't you know, I don't want to get myself in trouble. But I watched this before it hit BBC America. So before it had e- it had even aired in America, there were spoilers in the headlines of news stories online. So that really irritated me. So we're not going to imagine why. We're going to not spoil it for you guys yet. 
What is it with Doctor Who being one of the worst for for just like randomly allowing spoilers in their news news stories? I I, I assume it's the uh, the the release. You know, like the UK release means that uh, the embargo's over. Yeah, probably, probably. As soon as it airs over there, which is like for Central Time, it aired in the UK at 1 p.m. Central Time, so pretty early in the afternoon. So that's uh, many hours for the news, the online cycle to throw out spoilers at you before you even get a chance to watch it. Paul is joined. Hey, Paul, what's going on? Hey, Paul, so did you get a chance to watch it, and were you just finishing it up? Melanie is joined. Hi, Melanie. Hi. I'm just reading what it's telling me in the chat. I know you guys are already here. <laughs> I remember when we could be lazy on some live shows and just read the chat. <laughs> I missed I missed that a little bit. <laughs> Paul says they don't care about our feels. No, they don't care. They're like Americans. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Paul's here, so he we can talk about it now. <laughs> he didn't wait. He wanted us to wait till he was able to listen. Um, yeah, okay. Sometime after the last season aired, which was, a, a, actually, it might have been, was it around the, uh, we broke it into like two parts or so, two or three parts, and talked about the season yeah. as a whole at the end of it, and uh, of last season of Doctor Who. And we, and I, I think the general consensus is none of us hated it, but if I recall correctly, none of us were particularly fond of last season. Yeah. And for me, I think that's fair. For me, it's not like it's not Jodie Whittaker because I like Jodie Whittaker quite a bit. It was just I don't know. Yeah, the show it's, it seems very forgettable. It's it's Chibnall. It's Chibnall. Yeah, I mean we <laughs> we we've already jumped on that. <laughs> we got what we wanted. Another show run. Another showrunner to hate. We wanted on. a new showrunner. Be careful what you wish for. We got it. I want Neil Neil Gaiman. To run the show? Yes. Neil Gaiman probably doesn't want that. No, he probably doesn't. But think of how great it could be. Oh, God, it would be so great. It would be amazing. So my initial takeaway from this first episode, Paul said it was that awkward first step stage. Well, okay, yes. That's what I, you know, benefit of the doubt. Like, well, you know, it's Chimnall's first season on the show. You know, it's like, it kind of seemed like it was all new writers, all new crew to Doctor Who, for the most part. Some people had some experience with Who. But it wasn't like, you know, it was a major change. And intentionally a major change. Yeah. Based solely on this one episode, to me, it just kind of felt like more of the same. And I, my initial impressions is I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> mind, yeah. mind you, this is based on the first episode and it's like not even a full story. It's one part of a two-parter. So, you know. when And that's what I keep trying to remind myself is like maybe Chibnall will have reverse Moffat syndrome. Yeah. Which is like Moffat could never stick the landing. Maybe Chibnall will have the opposite where it's like he just he's not very good at building it up, but he can stick the landing. I don't know if that's true or not, but without, that's what I'm hoping. Without yeah, without a countdown, without a timer. He, he's that is his thing, man. There's always got to be. He likes that uh, plot device. There was a timer. There was. There was a timer. But it wasn't. Like, oh man, I was like, there wasn't a timer in this episode. There was. There was a timer in this episode. There was literally a ticking time bomb. 
<laughs> it didn't even look like a cool sci-fi spacey time bomb. It was just no. like no, it, it wasn't looked even like a, a cartoon. <laughs> it had yeah, and I don't know what 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 it was made of because it looked like a big giant block of like C four, but it barely it like blew the door off, and that was it. It didn't even do much damage. Yeah. Okay, so man, we just we really just went to the end, man. We just went boom right to the end, literally boom, boom. I don't feel like that's spoilers though. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the obvious thing is, it's called what was it called? Spyfall. Yeah, I mean it's it's Spyfall Part One. It's aiming. It's aping Bond movies one hundred percent. Very hard. Big time. Big time. I mean, they even have like the you know the MI six guys with the with the alphabet names, you know, O and C, and the the gadgets, which they don't ever get to use, but that kind of makes sense because the doctor is going to have better better gadgets anyway. I mean, they use some gadgets, right. but they didn't. You can't show a laser shoe and then not use a laser shoe. Come on. Well, well, that yeah, that better that better show up in part two. <laughs> yeah, what were you gonna say, Melanie? I said yeah, but they have another second part, so that's hopefully when all the gadgets are going to come into play. I don't know. I kind of suspect the gadgets were um, the little undercover mission. Yeah. So, can we? Are we? Are we going like from the beginning to the end, or can we just like talk about? Well, it feels like a couple of different episodes all happening at the same time. <laughs> I mean, this episode we should probably I talk agree. about the Bond thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This episode was like three episodes at the same time. No. uh... Yeah, I mean, we can jump all over. We're not going to go plot by plot, plot point by okay. plot point. Um, just let's hold off on spoilers. Okay. Uh, well, I thought, At least the big one. At least the big one. Yeah. So I don't understand how they rewrite these people's DNA. Oh, sorry. Is that spoilers? No. No, no that's right off the bat. Yeah. You know the big twist? You know yeah. the, that's the spoiler. Okay. Everything else is just whatever. It's the episode. So they write the, rewrite these people's DNA and then leave them there. And then like what purpose does that serve? Maybe that'll be answered in the next one, but let's let's make this person into a vegetable of a specific variety and then leave it there to sit. It just makes sense. You just hit on my number one complaint about this episode and the story thus far. I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's going to be an invasion of some sort. Maybe, sure, possibly. But what? What do the agents have to do with it? I don't think that they would have figured it out. You know. Yeah. So what's the purpose of it all? Yeah. Why spies? Yeah. 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 Going after spies specifically it seems strange. I don't know. It seems that seems more like we want to do a James Bond episode, yes. so we have to go after spies. Yeah, thematically, yeah. like a, a really poor thematic conceit just to bring in the Bond thing. Because whatever the plan is, and when this episode comes out on the audio feed, we're going to sound like idiots because the We'll know the second episode will have aired, but not knowing, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it'll make sense later. I kind of suspect there's a lot of parts of this that won't really necessarily make that much much more sense. Um, mm-hmm. 
especially once we get towards the end, it makes less sense. <laughs> it kind of makes less sense. But there's also, three things. There's three episodes happening at the same time. It's so bonkers. Yeah. Okay. So there's the spy thing, um, Jesse. What What are the other elements? So we've got the spy thing. We've got the obvious sci-fi invasion thing that also ties into Facebook somehow. Uh, social, the social media company. It, who is this guy? Why is he like ninety-seven percent human? And why does he just randomly disappear and get replaced by a bomb? And uh, yeah, there, so there's that. There's the second. There's that second element with all the creepy. Like that was probably the most interesting part for me was the creepy. What's going on? I have my theories, but they could be totally wrong because we've got this like glowy. I, I want to say Cyberman wannabe, but I have no idea because they, they still haven't revealed enough of it. But like there's that invasion angle with a genuinely creepy vibe to it um, that I don't totally understand yet. And then there's the, the classic Doctor Who trope thing that we're not just going to reveal yet. Hey, I think it's TV. <laughs> we watched a movie. No, we can't talk about that because that is a huge spoiler for that movie. And like, okay, and then right, she's and referencing and then, something that I would like to bring up on the show, but I can't because it in itself is a spoiler for that movie, and it's, uh, it's the kind of th- yeah. Um, hey, Paul, sorry, uh, my comment feed doesn't auto scroll, so I don't automatically see the new comments. But Paul says the timing was better. He was fully engaged, and uh, when we were talking about why is it spies, because we haven't done spies yet. I feel like Doctor Who had, Doctor Who has done spies at some many times. They've Doctor done Who like a spy. they've done the heist. They've done heist stuff, which is like bordering on spy. Yeah, I, they just didn't. I guess I don't recall them overtly doing a James Bond spoof with complete with right. James Bond spoof music. But I mean, Doctor Who at this point, like it's it's like The Simpsons. Simpsons done it. Like they they're gonna retread water forever well it's been going for so long one of the things that i really didn't like and they did it they did do it just to be more spy like was that stupid casino birthday party that had no point like they got there and then they left (laughs) that was kind of like why is this a casino theme oh yeah yeah, because it's birthday party that's because they had to put on suits and then roll some you know roulette or something and then leave i mean that's the only reason it was there right and then the obligatory um, motorcycle chase that we didn't even get to see the end of. And uh, I was like, why didn't you just get in the TARDIS? No kidding. It was right there. Just get in the TARDIS because we didn't even see the end of the spy chase anyways. It just, oh, we're there. And now we're opening up a hangar. And why does that guy have three mi- uh, microwaves, motorcycles sitting right there? Because then I was like, there are the motorcycles. <laughs> Well, why do you have three motorcycles sitting out in the driveway? Because he owns. Because <laughs> that's a good point. He owns Google. I mean, Vor. Yeah, Vor. Yeah, yeah Vor. I I feel like the pr- part of the issue with this episode is the same thing that I find to be a part of the issue with this new iteration of the series. There's too much crammed in there that doesn't need to be there, Graham. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah why is graham there literally at one point just so they can make the she's a woman joke i guess i guess so like 
yeah, I suppose. Um, but I mean, at one point, the O, who's a new the, this new character that we, they keep saying that the doctor met this O agent once before, and that's why I was looking up stuff online because I was like, wait, what? Specifically, oh, yeah. this when he last was a season, and I don't remember it. Or, specifically yeah. mentioned when the doctor was a man, so I was like, "Oh, is this like a, a throwback, like a type, you know, a character we've seen before?" Um, because it builds it up like, "Oh, is somebody we should know?" And uh, then I see him, and I'm like, "I, what?" I mean, he's so the actor in question is played uh, Davos from Iron Fist. That's that's what I know him from. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is funny because Davos. He was great did. in that. Honestly, I liked him in that. Yeah, uh, but as far as I could find, O is not a character that's been on the show. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, he even has a line like in reference to Graham. Is he just here for running commentary? Because he is. To the fact, to the point where it's like it's not necessary. <laughs> they have the show. There's elements of having that many people in the TARDIS that I appreciate. That many companions, but again, like. I want to see more from Whitaker. I want to see more from her character and from the doctor. And you don't ever, you still, I don't think we're ever just going to get that. We're not going to get a lot of doctor character stuff, which bums me out a bit. And they're always going to split into two teams, depending on uh, what teams they, whatever interpersonal connections they want to highlight on that episode. If they want to highlight the grandfather, grandson angle, then it's going to be Graham and um, I've already forgotten his name. Those two will go off. <laughs> I, he's I mean, Graham, Graham and uh, Yaz. I can never remember his name. The younger guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Which it, one's Mandip? Mandip is the greatest name ever, and I like it. I found myself getting kind of annoyed with, like, they have these three characters, and they're all there. They just like, it's part of what I don't like about the writing so far, like this current iteration, or maybe it's Chibnall. Chibnall wrote this. Maybe it's his style where he has these several characters and. They're kind of justified in being there by throwing out stupid observations the whole time, but it's not like clever or even that amusing. It's obvious, or they'll he he'll even have the doctor say things where Melanie I think said something out loud while we we're watching it when they're in the car. The car gets hijacked. The doctor has to hop over into the driver's seat. She's trying to hit the brakes and she's like, "I can't hit the brakes and I'm not driving it." And she's like, "We know." Because the car has been driving itself for like 30 seconds, at least in this scene. You don't need to say that out loud. We know the car's not driving. You're not driving the car. Just stupid things like that where it's like there's a lot of unnecessary little elements. And so far in this story, it kind of seems the same thing. A lot of unnecessary little things. Yeah. Or like uh, the chick, whatever the chick, what's the chick's name? Uh, Yaz. Yaz. So Yaz goes to Never Neverland and then comes back. But now we don't learn anything from it. It doesn't accomplish anything really. Never, so why Neverland. did they bring why did they bring that in instead of just waiting until the end? That's something I have like that's something I have big beef with because if they don't explain why she got zapped away by these things and then got teleported to the doctor, if they don't explain why that happened, I don't know, man. Oh, because that is the laziest. Well, I honestly thing. I honestly thought there was going to be. I mean, like now we're dipping in closer and closer to that uh, to that spoiler that we're avoiding. But um, the, there was a moment where I thought it was like 
like a body snatchers thing. Like, like that wasn't actually Yaz. Yeah. Yeah. Just split second. I thought that's where they were going with it. And I was like, Oh no, that still doesn't make any sense. At least that's interesting. Like, I mean, if they, if they could still go that way to throw another twist at us next episode. Oh, was Paul referencing last year's New Year's yeah, the, episode? Yeah, it was called Resolution, the the New Year's Eve special from last year. Okay, yeah. With we, the Dalek. We did, we did. Okay, well, I don't remember it. I, I actually think we weren't, I think that was not a bad episode. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that was a good way to kind of end, and it wasn't perfect, but it was, it was a step in the right direction, I feel, is what we said about it. Um, real, real quick, can you say one more thing about the S thing? You can say all the things. Okay, so she, when she comes back in there, she's talking to the guy about where she was, and she's like, mm-hmm. I was nowhere, there was nothing. What are you talking about? There was tons of things. There was big, weird things. Here, I'm gonna that's put, not nothing. This place you see the doctor on, in, on the screen now, that's the place she was at. Yeah, that's not nothing. That's something weird, but it's not nothing. Yeah. However, I did like her, that moment because there's been, like, in the first season that she was in I, I never thought she was bad but there were moments that i didn't think she was great but i thought the acting here was pretty solid was, i liked her moment yeah. i liked that was, as a character moment and, i liked it also except it was inaccurate and also what's his name i'm gonna call him logan even though that's not his real name that's the name he come up with as his spy name uh he said because she's like you know i thought i was dead and he's like i'd never let that happen it's like two you already did dude you were there when she yeah. got taken. What are you talking about? Um, but that is... And don't act like you care, man. You were trying to get your his her sister's number like not even 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and, and I thought that was okay. That That's another weird thing. Like they've got all these people and it's not like they're not trying to do character stuff. But there's not really honestly that much of it because they're always so occupied with the crazy plot stuff that's going on. Um, but when they do do some character stuff like that, uh, I think that's okay. It's just, I hope there's, I kind of hope there's actually more of that to make me more interested in these characters. Because even after a full season, when they showed up this episode, I'm kind of like, oh, we're doing these guys still. Okay. <laughs> right, right. There's not, I'm, I don't The only know. problem with that is like, it's, it's going to be all yes, basically, because the other two are each other's family and that's it. You know, well, I guess they have friends maybe, but, and then she's the one with the, you know, the family and still to, to worry about her or whatever. I mean, I feel like speaking of Yaz is Mandip. Yaz is Mandip. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Mandip. I wonder if they're going to kind of build up towards getting rid of them. Maybe not so much Graham, but like, it did kind of set up the thing of like, also, did they forget this is a time travel show? Do they just not time travel yeah. anymore? <laughs> because they're setting up the thing of like, you know, uh, what's his name? Logan. That's not his real name. Logan. You know, he's playing basketball with his friends and his friends like telling him like, apparently he's coming up with all these like weird medical excuses for why he's gone all the time. And then it's also a thing. Yes. Thank you. And then it's also a thing where it's kind of impacting Yaz's job. So I'm wondering if maybe they're setting up like it's kind of impacting their lives. So they're going to have to start transitioning out of adventuring with the doctor. But also the doctor has a time machine. Why are they ever gone? 
Right. They can go on adventures, come back five minutes after they left. No one would even know. That's what the doctor did with Amy and Rory because then they had. I was that- just going to say, we're going to have a power of three coming up here pretty soon. In fact, yeah, that episode was written by Chibnall in which they mentioned like basically right. they edged age 10 years and nobody knew it because they'd go on adventures for, you know, years on end and come back the same time, like the same day they left. So Chibnall, did you forget how it works? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no they're gonna overlook i think he did he's just gonna overlook that because it's more convenient for whatever storyline he wants to do oh, i didn't expect to be so salty about this <laughs> it's grolix live though it's what we do we've waited an entire year we and uh i don't know if this delivered the way we felt it should paul says no, oh, i'm sorry go ahead i said no it didn't Paul says it, sh- it should be time to there swap companions. I mean, there's companions that, like, is the audience base, are they even as attached to these companions as, I was going to say, because there's you've got your Claras, your Claras, and your Amys, and your Roses, and, like, you know, we're not, we weren't always necessarily attached to them. Like, I was kind of ready for Clara to leave a while before she did. But, yeah. peop- like, the audience gets attached. I kind of don't feel like... It- and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like. Does the audience base have that kind of attachment to any of these characters? They all showed it. up at the same time. There's like, I don't know. We're getting to know them all at the same time that we're getting to know the doctor, which, I mean, granted, we did that with Amy, but it was basically just Amy and the doctor for a while. Even when we met Rory, he didn't join the TARDIS for a while, which is ridiculous because Rory's the greatest ever. Right. No arguments. The only one that I really wanted to stick around, besides Roy, because he's great, without Amy, but anyway, um, was Rose. And that was because of her whole relationship with Tennant, you know? But if the Doctor had switched, then I wouldn't have minded if she was like, okay, never mind, I'm going to bounce. Instead, she ended up in another... like Donna, but that's only because Donna felt like a classic. She felt like a classic companion to me. Yeah. And it was like time for that. You know, it was like she was the perfect follow up to uh, to Rose, even though Martha was was actually next like the rebound. (laughs) She was the rebound companion. And then Donna and was like, okay, good. I think Donna should have been with uh, Capaldi. I think they would have been better together. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Or nine. I would have loved to seen like some kind of crossover with nine. And, yeah, and Donna. yeah. Paul says these feel like early Martha Jones. You know, yeah, that's kind of like I. Yeah, I liked Martha fine, but she's kind of bland. And I think it comes down to they have to. Martha feel Jones like- was more. F- she was more fun when she hit Torchwood. You know, like she shows up on Torchwood, and I'm like, oh, I'm ready to see Martha again. Well, it's kind of like they they need to feel like they not should be there, but are playing an active role there, and mm-hmm. in, instead of just along for the ride. And even if they're just along for the ride, there needs to also kind of still be something, some hook there. And I think that's kind of why I like Yaz because she seems like she she's energetic about it. She seems like she's like up for adventure, but and but like Ryan is the reluctant guy, which is fine, but like. I don't know man he doesn't seem to enjoy himself what is graham doing there at all like they just he just doesn't know what to do with himself 
Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a widower, so he's like, I need to do this so that I don't just slump into a depression. Mm-hmm. They just kind of feel like they're there because they're there, as opposed to like they're an attraction to watch the show, or they're there to serve some purpose in the show. They're just kind of there. You know what was really disappointing? Hmm. When the the Game of Thrones Arya chick, they brought her in and they didn't make her a companion. She should have totally been a companion. That oh, would be great. Yeah. She lives forever. Come on. Who who would be a better companion? But she was kind of evil. She actually would have been pretty interesting with Capaldi because they hinted at Capaldi. Maybe Capaldi's a darker doctor. But, you know, he softened up. Right. And and how great would it be just like, you know, okay, well, we did our adventure. I'm just going to stick around here. I'll see you in a few thousand years or something. And then he could just go somewhere and run into her. That would have been fantastic. Do well, we... they're still out there, technically. Because <laughs> Moffat doesn't like out. endings. The one thing they're it, all still out there. So the MI6 are guys are going around and collecting up like the our three companions before they go to the doctor. Um, which seems weird. Wouldn't they just go to the doctor? But then again, I guess maybe they know the doctor always has her his her companions, so um but I was like, how do they always because potentially there's there's multiple companions of multiple doctors on Earth at any given time. How do they know they got the right ones? Like what if they like showed up to pick up the doctor, they're like, we got your companions in the car and it's the wrong set. And the doctor's either like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> that would have been great. Oh, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Even if it was, Oh God, it, I don't know. I almost feel like people, it would upset people, but bring back an old doctor just for like a throwaway one scene thing where they, they do that. They gather up the new companions. They go find the doctor and it's like Capaldi or Matt Smith. And he's like, I don't, I don't know who they are. And like, what? They could have brought Jack Harkness in. This would have been the perfect opportunity for Jack Harkness to just be there in the wrong time. I kind of I kind of thought they were going to bring Jack in this episode. I thought that's who they were leading up with. Oh, maybe. But I was like, wait, that doesn't really make sense. Um, he's such a he's a secret agent. Well, you know, yeah, maybe. What's he doing now? Torch, they keep they made a point. Well, and they even threw through some throwaway unit slash Torchwood lines in this to get us thinking Torchwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Specifically mentioning that those, both of those are gone now. Um, build up for the next anniversary episode, Paul says. Well, I mean, they kind of hit it. I mean, I don't know if we're ready to spoil the spoiler. Okay, let's spoil the spoiler. Let's, okay, we're going to do the we're spoiler. the spoiler. This is a spoiler for uh, Doctor Who episode, season 12, episode one. <laughs> the face of O. Oh, well played. Well played, Paul. I got to respect that. Okay. So spoiler, spoiler. So I called, and I'm still going to call this that potentially the, we, oh God, we, I'm sorry. I derailed us into just hating on this episode because there were some cool things. Jesse, you mentioned these weird light creatures. I did kind of like them. I thought they yeah. were they were cool and kind of creepy. I totally think they're the Why Cybermen. Why are they wearing sombreros? I think they're the Cybermen. <laughs> I know. There's I think they're Cybermen too. Because of the shape of the head. That's why I was like, it's got it. That's those are the handles, right? I rewatched I rewatched uh in some of the shots they do look like I thought they look like pilgrim hats or something. They like their heads are kind of inconsistent in some of the shots, but I rewatched this today actually. And the earlier shots in the episode where it's they're less just straight light and they're more like when they go through the environment they kind of 
the environment gets mapped onto them, their shape is dead on Cyberman. And maybe they're well, not going to spoiler. Go... No, because that's not a spoiler because it's not confirmed. And in fact, we'll probably right. sound either really smart or really like idiots come Monday because we'll know by then. Um, well, I figured they were too, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to call it. I think those are Cybermen. But here's the spoiler is a uh, uh, 50th anniversary of a certain character. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's that. But that's why I, I was like, we should probably talk about this next anniversary episode because, uh, yeah, fifty years. Ah, I didn't realize that. So it turns out, oh, this uh, former MI6 agent guy that the doctor had met once when the doctor was a man is actually doctor's the doctor's best enemy, as he said. Um, it's the master. That's the spoiler that I come across, and I was actually kind of upset because I was like, "Oh, because I was not thinking master. I was just like, I bet it's Cyberman." But uh, right. And then that's why they made his name that too, because we're like, oh, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. And so the the doctor could be like, "Oh," because that's the noise he always makes, I guess. So watching him, I'm like, so he's the new master, and I was actually kind of on board. I'm like, you know what? I like this guy. I think he's 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 kind of suave. And he was yeah. playing it like, you know, not like reserved, but, you know, kind of like cool, cool. He's playing it kind of cool. And I was like, I could go for a suave kind of cool master, like a throwback to like the more like Roger uh, Delgado upright, yep. or upright. What's what's the word? You know, yeah. Composed. Composed is the word more composed villain. And yeah. then he, when he re- reveals that he's a master, they're like, nope, he's a Looney Tune now. <laughs> straight straight John Sims totally he goes so over the Let's top do it. And, and it was so it was such a disconnect too it's like okay you know what I can buy I can buy that Looney Tunes master once I can buy it on Sims because that's his version of the master but beyond that no well and, and Missy was like physically quirky. more contained but yeah still super quirky and very weird so still elements of that like yeah. out there. So I could even like reel it back from her a bit and go a little bit more contained. No, because then he just went from like laughing <laughs> ridiculously to screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm like, oh, okay, nope. He's just going to be all over the place, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, rewatching it today because the first scenes with him in it, um, when I didn't know he was the master, Rewatching him knowing that he's the master, there's some stuff that actually works pretty well um, that comes across interestingly on a second watch, just like how much he's enjoying watching the doctor and her crew work this. He just looks like he's have like he's excited to be there and see the whole like how the doctor works, see them figure it out. And that actually mm-hmm. works if you're like if mm-hmm. you if you realize like, oh, he's the spy master, he's the master behind all this. So like He's watching them figure out his plans and he's actually like, you know, you watch it and it's just like, he's just happy to be there with the, with the doctor. And that's the case. But he's also seems like he's getting a lot of enjoyment out of watching them figure out his plan. But then again, yeah. Then at the end, he just goes off, you know, over the top. Mm-hmm. And they brought back the tissue compression eliminator. Wait, what's a tissue compression eliminator? <laughs> that's what makes the yeah. tiny people 
when he shrinks people down. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, Paul says, Burrowman has been hinting at a who Torchwood returns, so Jack could be in the future. Um, and he also says Missy was good for Capaldi. I agree, I agree. I, I liked Missy, and I love Capaldi. Me too. So. Um, they shouldn't have killed her off. You probably don't have this next one yet, but uh, Paul also followed up with Jody doesn't have the energy for a crazy master, and I would agree with that based on what I just saw. She is more low key. She's her pace is slower. Like even if she'll get the fast talking, generally like the way she plays it is yeah, is quite a bit different and I don't know. But I mean, she needs this. She needs a master, but I don't know if this is the master she needs or maybe maybe it's just the the maybe it's just the the hype or the energy of the scene, but we're going to need uh, a lot more from this master in different areas than what we got. Mm-hmm. I agree. Nobody read into, you know, we're not saying she needs a master because she's a woman. <laughs> no, no. Every doctor just needs, needs their master. She needs an arch rival. She doesn't have an arch rival yet. What about teeth guy from the, the last well, sort of, I the, guess. No, I was so disappointed at teeth guy. I was like, wait, he's the big bad this season. Oh, <laughs> no, I would have rather had that time traveling uh, weirdo from the Rosa Parks episode. He would have been a great like foil. Yeah, the time traveling yeah. white supremacist. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that guy. But it never went anywhere. I di- maybe they'll bring him back, or maybe that's reveal. He was the master from the beginning. No, um, no, oh, God. <laughs> I do like. Okay, so speaking of, you know. Uh, one of the things that I'm sure that a very vocal minority of the internet has problems with in general with Chappelle's Chappelle's Chibnall's <laughs> the Chappelle show similar names, very different people. Uh, Chibnall's run is like the social, social justice warrior stuff, the social commentary. I actually liked it. There wasn't a whole lot in this episode, but I liked the Google. I mean, vor vor thing mm-hmm. where they, and it wasn't much. Yeah. It was just a little debate about, how, you know, this company is a search engine and it's basically now entwined in everything and, like, their role in cyberbullying and, you know, um, privacy issues and just all this. And there wasn't... It's not like there was a whole lot of commentary there, but I liked the brief discussion that Yaz and the guy that played the CEO had. I thought that was kind of interesting. And... Especially because, like, wasn't it earlier that day that Google totally listened in on your conversation and then sent you ads? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. So the no. The, so Google does this, okay? And I know I've invited the microphone into my house in my pocket, but uh, we were talking about what was it? Something that I hadn't talked about recently. Oh, I was on a phone call and we had talked about something. We'd mentioned something, and then maybe twenty, fifteen, twenty minutes later, tops. I'm on YouTube and it's showing me videos for this thing, and I'm like. I've never noticed that, like that advertising thing, because they do, they will do that. They will pull in things that you talk about and then advertise that stuff to you. I've never noticed it so directly. And like, it wasn't like a web search and quickly. And it wasn't a web search I'd done. It wasn't a, you know, hey, Google, uh, tell me about this. It was a phone call I made. So, yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Creepy. Um, Yeah, isn't it? So, you know, that's BDSM, Doctor. I am way out of... <laughs> I'm way behind on these comments. 
Yeah, I don't know that one. I'm, I I don't know what we were talking about. Anyway, um, we're off but the time traveling guy. Um, the time traveling guy I could have got. He had a what was that called? Oh, vortex manipulator. And so the idea that he got that from Jack, or Jack got it from him, or or that Jack got his from that guy could be. But he was a time cop or, or something. Jack was initially when we saw him. We always forget that one. Was he a time cop <laughs> or was he like? Yeah, he was like some kind of a time cop guy. And remember, um, what's his name? Uh, Spike. Spike was also a time cop guy. Yep. When they met up. Yep. Oh, uh, I was thinking he was like had stolen his stuff from a time cop guy. Oh, Doctor needs a master. That's what we were talking about when Paul made the BDSM Doctor Who reference or comment. Oh. I got you. I got you. Oh boy. Oh boy. I like when, okay. So when there was the reveal and he's like, you know, you can, somebody said something about, you know, I thought you were, Oh, he's like, you can call me master. And the the reaction is like master. It's like, what? No, (laughs) I kind of want to see that explored. I want to like, we definitely not calling you that. Right. I don't know. You know, like I'm usually pretty hyped for the master's return and uh, this one just fell flat for me. Like you sent me a message and it was like a, you know, like a quote attributed to the doctor or to the master 2020. <laughs> is it gotcha? It's like, yeah, no, that, he said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was this big thing. Like, I got you. I got you, doctor. Like, wh- what? That's it. That what? What's, it, what's happening right now? His energy goes. So I love the master. In in modern who has done a really interesting thing where and maybe you know and it's fair to kind of criticize it to where they kind of play up the weird chemistry between the doctor and the master to where it's like mm-hmm. almost a weird uncomfortable sexual chemistry sometimes there was right. like nothing here there was like no connection no nothing he's just like I'm I'm here now I got you uh, I win bye okay. Thanks, dude. <laughs> He's like, cockpit bomb. Some of his delivery was kind of fun, but it was so just like, then it would smash cut to him screaming at the top of his lungs. So it was all over the place. Right. I think that's, I think that's a big problem with some of Chibnall's writing is that, I don't know, who's the director? Did, did he direct this episode too? I don't know. Because I'm just like, who's the director on this? I'm not sure. I, I, I'll i look it up, but I'm not sure because I do have beef with some of the direction in this in general. Um, the whole the whole thing where um, Ryan and Yaz go undercover. By the way, they're the worst undercover people of all time. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because I'm not just going to duck behind the couch. I'm going to lift my head up every three seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, no, this was directed by Jamie Magnus Stone, who will be directing four other episodes. Not the next episode part of this though, which is interesting. Or three other episodes this season. But like that's when they have that interview with the CEO guy, the way it tries to it feels so artificial artificially build tension to like when they find out like the DNA like it's he's only ninety three percent human and he's like, what's the other or ninety six or whatever? What's the other seven percent? And the music swell and it's all dramatic. It's like that the, the line delivery didn't feel dramatic and it's like, why are you building it up to be this big dramatic reveal? If anything, it should be like a head scratcher, not like a da da. It's like what? What? I do know what the other seven percent is now. 
Okay. What is it? It's machine. Yeah, Cyberman. Yeah. The, oh, there they. If it's yeah, okay, there was a great line. Part of what made the little light monster, possibly Cyberman creature, so cool was the one line that they had about they take that shape to mock mm-hmm. humans because mm-hmm. their shape yeah. amuses them. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's weird mm-hmm. and really good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was, I, I'm still on board for this to come around. Like it, I don't know. It, it all depends on how the second part plays out. But as a first part, this just didn't hook me as well as it should have. But there were parts that I really liked. And I did, if this is going to be a Cyberman uh, story, it might be a good one. <laughs> I haven't I haven't decided yet. I mean, first off, we're always, this is what we do. We're always critical. We're yeah. always very critical of Doctor Who, even though we thoroughly enjoy it. My problem is like, even when I'm kind of like, eh, I usually get excited about it. And this episode didn't get me excited about it. So I'm extra eh about it. Um, yeah. At the end, I was just kind of, I, I don't know. Melanie, I don't know what you're feeling. But I, I, I felt like we both just looked at each other like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not thrilled. Initially, I was kind of excited that it was going to be a two-parter. Because I was like, oh, that'll be fun. We'll end on a cliffhanger. And then we got the cliffhanger. The upside is like, what, five days? You have to wait five days. It'll be, you know, by the time this episode hits the audio feed, the second part will be out. So that's, that's, um, you know, that's cool. I'm glad. I like that. I actually didn't realize that the new season was starting with this New Year's special. I which it's not really a New Year's special. It's just kind of the first episode. But I, I, I didn't. Right. I, I thought it was going to be like a proper New Year's special. And then we had to wait a little bit before the season actually started. So. Yeah, me too. So I'm all, I'm all for that. And Paul, Paul pointed out that he wished the pacing were closer to resolution, which, yeah, that's that would have been like a, a special, you know, like it, it would have been a more contained story. And that one did have much better pacing overall. Um, was this a little longer than a normal episode? Yeah. Yeah, it felt no, like it was like an hour and a half or something. It definitely was. I think without commercials, it's around an hour. But with commercials, it I think it was an hour and a half spot, an hour and a half slot. So yeah, um, and I think the next episode might be as well, but I can't recall for sure. Paul says Chimnal doesn't know what a cliffhanger is. Yeah, that was really doesn't. That was part of the. That was a, another kind of a part of why this fell so flat for me at the end is like. His line of everything you knew was a lie. It's like, God, that's straight oh, out of the cliche book of cliffhanger lines. Like, what? It's it's worse than Doctor Who. <laughs> Silence <laughs> yeah. will fall. What? Okay. I mean, they should have uh, they should have cut um, with the time bomb. You know, like like oh, here's the reveal, and oh, there's a bomb, and oh, it's gonna go off. Tune in next time. Boo. That would have been the cliffhanger. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. We've thoroughly trashed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch the, the next part. I need to see how this ends. But uh, God, it was so all over the place. Paul says it doesn't end with a bang, but with a fizzle. Um, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts well, on this? It ends with a bang and then a fizzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, right. Yeah, I know you're right. You're right. 
I, I, you know, it's Doctor Who. I'm going to keep watching. But I, I hope it gets better because it felt like more of the same of last epi- last season. And it's not the worst thing ever, but last season, as you know, we revisited felt, the last third it felt of it. Like, it felt like that um, the New Year's resolution episode with the Dalek was a step in the right direction. And this feels like another step backwards. Yeah. It's not that there's not redeeming stuff. There's elements of this that I like that I don't that we probably didn't even mention. But last season overall, when we revisited the last chunk of it for the show, it was so forgettable that when we rewatched uh, several of the episodes, I was like, I had yeah f- totally forgotten about it. Like I, and that kind of feels like what this might be. So I kind of hope that's not the case. Right. Um. I agree. All right. Well, hey. Good talk, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling we'll probably be talking about uh, this again next Thursday. Just part two. <laughs> yeah, part two. I, I, I mean, it's fine that, that we do this live, but I was like, when I realized, I was like, oh, part two is going to run before this even goes on the Grolix feed. That kind of sucks, but that's okay. Uh, if you're if you're listening to this in the future, thanks for sticking with us, and hopefully we don't sound like too big of idiots after part two ran, but just based on what part one gave us, this is where we're sitting at. So, hey, maybe we'll change our yep. tune next week. Maybe we'll be singing the praises. Singing chi- Chimnal's praises. Maybe. And and I was glad I was glad to have Doctor Who on my television screen. I was yeah. glad for that. And and uh Whitaker, I, I am enjoying her doctor, but they, they gotta give us a better con a context, a, a better framework for her to have adventures in. Everything. I think that, Go ahead. I think that she would do better with more serious subject matter, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe. We'll give her more screen time too. Like, give her actually more stuff to right. do instead of. And I hate to say it, like it kind of feels maybe a little lazy. Like having these many characters is an easy way to then split them off because, like Jesse said, they're just going to split. You know, you guys got split up and then do this so they can do their their A plot and their B plot. Yeah. And it kind of that almost in a way feels slightly lazier in terms of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a writer, so whatever you can hate on me for saying it. But so we don't. And this is this is my beef with the entirety of last season is we never really get that much time with the doctor. It's more interested in exploring Graham and Ryan's uh, relationship. It's like, I don't care about these guys. We got a new doctor. Tell me about her. Right. And I kind of hope yeah. we get more of that. And this episode, again, just felt like more of last season. We don't really get that. It's too split between, you know, James Bond parodies and the CEO guy. And it's too sp- fragmented. And I think we need to explore her sexuality because she's a woman now, but she's always been a man and she still dresses like a man. So does she really feel like a woman or not? Oh, I don't think they're going to explore that at all. Well, they need to. The doctor, they've always been real cagey and strange about the doctor's sexuality, but I, I and I think that's well, no, fine. I think he's probably bi. Well, he's um, he strongly suggested that. Was it somebody mentioned, um, even during Tenet's period, him and the master had like a, there was kind of a sexual tension there, but we were talking about Jack as well, and that's when it, the doctor would a couple times make a couple of references about how, like, you know, you know, in the the future, not every, everybody's not so, uh, what is it, concerned with? Like uptight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uptight. And so there was like some sexual tension between Jack and the doctor. So like, yeah, 
I definitely think that. They're just real yeah. light about it most of the time. But so, she, but I think she'd still, even though she's a woman in a woman's body now, I think she identifies as a man. Is what I'm saying. I got gotcha. you. I do hate her pants, but I'm not a fan <laughs> of I'm not a fan of, a fan of short <laughs> pants. So you know, that's just my personal taste. Yeah, but you're like the only guy on the planet that's not. They all wear short pants, or just shorts, but they wear them like their pants. Women. Men. Men. What men wear short pants? They wear shorts as pants. Yes. I don't understand. I'll take your word for it. They wear pants they, that they sag, so they're like mid-calf, and then they wear those, and that's it. All men do that? All, most men do that. Sexist. Most younger men, I should say. Like, my dad's not going to do it, but, you know. That's, I, I do not feel like I'm being included in this. You're not, because you don't <laughs> do that. You don't wear shorts at all. That's not inclusive. Just because I don't wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. We should cut this part short. Yes, we should. Hey, let's end this episode. Let's get out of here. Um, okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, coming up, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I believe, but, uh, you know, a special Grolix episode coming up very soon. Very soon. I've been working hard at it. I've got some of it constructed and I'm super excited. Um, if you haven't checked out the Grolix podcast 100 pre-show, if you haven't checked that episode out, it's definitely worth it. In my opinion, there's, there's some good stuff in there and kind of, uh, some clues to what you can expect in episode 100 next week. I have a GCU episode coming up as usual. I can't tell you what movies we're doing yet because I don't know, but it's, they're, they're going to be bangers and that's a uh, bangers. Bangers. It's going to be a banger of and an episode. Because British. Yep, because of British. And uh, that's, I think that's all I got going on. Jesse, how about you? You got anything? No. Well, I, we, we started a new Facebook page uh, called, uh, I, it's so new, I'm probably going to get the name wrong. Uh, the Zeke and Barty Puppet Party. Go check that out on Facebook since that's where you're at. Yeah, you got this check, whole new thing going on. Out. What's that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we we have we have two puppets, and uh, people like them, so we were like, you know what? Let's let's do this thing. So I don't know exactly what it is, but um, Ezekiel uh, Troll and uh, Bartholomew Bat are are two puppets, and they're friends. That's that's basically the pitch so far. I'll work on it. Who's we? Who's who's doing this with you? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Eddie Fossler. Okay, you may know him from Daydream Instruction Manual. And uh, the pod- podcast arcade. Okay. Yeah, you have not mentioned and this. We, this is we've got new. some things in the works. There may be a, a show. Uh, there may be a live uh, uh, show coming up at some point. A live we're in talks. Sh- puppet show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that kind of sounds amazing. <laughs> Hopefully, it is. Hopefully, it's not a flaming train wreck. Well, that still sounds amazing. Especially with puppet, Speak- a flaming, a flaming puppet train wreck. Come on. Who speaking, wouldn't want to see that? Speaking of puppets, uh, uh, the main thing that I've been doing over Christmas break is is kind of honing up my uh, my puppet skills, and so I've uh, I've been doing kind of like a sock puppet thing. Oh, and uh, yeah, I've been working on some puppet stuff. Like That's it. not scary at all <laughs> for people that will listen to episode one hundred. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Puppets. <laughs> <laughs> hey Melanie, what do you got? You got to tell you want to tell people about anything? Uh, no. Okay. 
I, I know you don't really have stuff to promote, but I'm always fascinated by, you know, what, what you might say. Oh, well, I mean, I could say things if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's hear something. Okay. Um, how about... No, I can't say that one. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you on the spot. You don't have to say anything. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, how about this? What should they be amazed by? What should they be amazed by? Yeah. Um, One thing they should be amazed by. There's a, a an astrophysicist who thinks he may have figured out how we can do time travel, but only back till when the machine was first turned on. What does that remind you of? I, that's that's primer rules right there. That is primer rules right there. <laughs> I love it. My my whole thing is like that's the beginning of a movie. Yeah, I know. That puppet and is horrifying. <laughs> even even if you can only go back to sorry, no, when the machine turns on. Oh, time travel, baby, time travel. Yeah. No, I think he's going to turn the machine on and then he's going to get a message from himself in the future that says turn it off. But then he doesn't and then a movie happens and it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Hey, thanks for thanks for checking us out, everybody. Uh, I've been Randy, joined by Jessany. Jessany? I'm shipping you guys now. That's highly inappropriate. <laughs> oh, wow. Highly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse and Melanie, thanks you guys. For, thanks you guys for joining me. You're and welcome. Thank you. Thanks everybody else for listening to us crap on a show that we love. Because that's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. At this point it wouldn't be a live episode unless we were salty, overly salty about something that probably doesn't deserve it. Thank you for listening to Grawlix Nights, our special weekly live Grawlix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grawlixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grawlixpodcast. on everybody and by everybody i mean i don't think anybody's here yet but they will be in the future in the future what are these error logs you know uh i'm I'm guessing that they still think it's 2019 and it's actually 2020 you know what i think you're right that's 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 what it is you're absolutely right they don't know they don't know where in the future